Hello, it's Friday, February 18th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on cyber attacks. Cybersecurity attacks are the top tech threat in healthcare, according to an ECRI Institute report. And they don't seem to be letting up anytime soon. More than 700 organizations reported a breach of more than 500 patient records to the Department of Health and Human Services, and providers made up 72% of those breaches according to a report by Fortified Health Security. Those breaches resulted in a record amount of patient-protected health information being exposed. In all, 44.91 million individuals were impacted by breaches reported in 2021, and that was up from 34 million in 2020. A February 15th, MGMA stat poll found that 16% of medical practices encountered a cyber attack or ransomware in 2021. In recent findings from the 2021 HIMSS Healthcare Cybersecurity Report point to aging computing platforms and lack of investment in security as areas where cyber attacks, typically with financial information as a main target, will develop in the near future. Lee Holmes, Chief Executive Officer at Intensive Specialty Hospital, joined the MGMA Insights podcast last year, and he explained what practices can do to improve preparedness. Holmes, whose organization was attacked in 2020, said that the ransom, if you choose to pay it, is only the beginning of your financial expenses. He noted that about 20% of incidents in which ransom is paid don't result in full restoration of data. Holmes said that when there is a presumed breach, covered entities are required to notify every affected individual by first-class mail. Just the cost of mailing your patients, depending on the size of your organization, becomes costly. Holmes added that my database had 350,000 patients in it. Multiply 350,000 patients times the cost of printing letters in first-class postage, and it ends up being almost $1 per patient. Holmes said, you want to develop an overall strategic plan, and part of that is you want to hire the right people. You want to train them. You want to give them the right tools, and only then will you be prepared. He added that if you're panicking, if you're approaching it as doom and gloom, that definitely will affect people negatively, and it will impact your ability to successfully overcome whatever challenge you're dealing with. If you wanna become part of the MGMA discussion and be part of this effort, sign up for MGMA Stat and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. Sign up by texting STAT to 33550 or visit mgma.com slash stat. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. 
Our next article looks at some regulatory news. MGMA, alongside 221 other leading healthcare organizations, sent a letter to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, urging the agency to provide improvements to the direct contracting model instead of ending it entirely. The letter followed criticism from members of Congress of certain model participation tracks. However, MGMA and others maintain that with certain model improvements, direct contracting will remain a critical participation option for groups interested in advancing in value-based care arrangements. Go to mgma.com advocacy to keep up with the latest information. Also, MGMA's Government Affairs Group will host a GovChat Live on Tuesday, March 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I will provide a link in the episode show notes so you can sign up for that free event. I'll leave you this week with an article on four tips to curbing rising cost and staffing shortfalls. This article first appeared in Medical Economics. It's not news that staffing shortages are a chronic issue across the healthcare spectrum. A recent MGMA stat poll found that 73% of medical practices reported staffing as the leading pandemic challenge in 2022. Based on this information, Medical Economics has put together four approaches that providers should consider to mitigate the current pandemic challenges and ease workloads for a more efficient and profitable practice. First, there are no sick days for virtual assistants. Healthcare facilities are starting to rely on virtual medical assistants to shoulder more of the burdensome ancillary, non-clinical, and even personal tasks that take valuable time away from clinical staff. Two, eliminate EMR charting backlog. A backlog in EMR charting slows the revenue cycle and delays reimbursement, yet it can easily be remedied to improve workflow and increase revenue. Remote medical scribes who actually participate in each medical appointment via a HIPAA-compliant connection record accurate notes in real time so charts can be completed quickly and thoroughly. Using medical scribes at one Northeast Community Health Center saw up to 25% more patients and increased revenue by up to 60% over a 12-month period. Third, increase reimbursements with quality coding. Consider weighing the burden of finding or training skilled medical coders versus outsourcing to a firm that is incentivized to ensure timely reimbursement. Accurate medical coding is the basis for optimizing the revenue cycle. And a large percentage of medical coding errors and down coding due to inexperience leads to claim rejections, delayed reimbursements, and lost revenue. According to this article, Highly trained medical coders have the expertise to keep this critical administrative function running efficiently to garner optimal reimbursement. And they suggest a remote overseas organization motivated to achieve the best possible results can move the coding process along even faster and for lower cost. 
In most cases, coding is completed within 24 hours. And then finally, embrace telemedicine. It's here to stay. As a business ultimately focused on patient satisfaction, medical networks need to further embrace telemedicine, particularly in rural areas. Patient workloads are expected to increase in 2022, yet staffing shortfalls and subsequent burnout will persist with 20% of healthcare workers having quit since the start of the pandemic. We're just trying to keep our head above water is a common refrain among administrators in areas still swamped by COVID cases. By relying more on remote outsourced services, they will solve two problems and can better focus on quality of care. Keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter. Go to mgma.com slash insights newsletter to register today. And if you have a healthcare story that you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks, stay safe, and have a great weekend. Hi, this is Declan McGee, one of the producers for the MGMA Insights Podcast. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership. Thanks.